The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Ashling Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach, is back with me. And that sound you can hear in the background is uh, the frying pan going again. Yeah. So, what are we cooking? Halloumi. Oh, lovely. We're going all the way to Cyprus today. Halloumi is one of my all time favourite cheeses. Very trendy it. now. It is. It's become a real breakfast item. You know, if it's a vegetarian breakfast mm. or it's like, what do we do instead of meat? I know, we'll do halloumi. Yeah. And halloumi burgers is another big one. Why has it replaced them? Is it kind of texture wise? It's the texture, yeah. You're yeah. getting so much from it. It's two things. It's the texture because it's so firm. It's a little bit salty, so it's really, really savoury. Kind of a little bit like, almost like bacon will give you. But as well as that protein count, it's really, really good okay. for protein. So where you're replacing your meat, you're getting you're getting your protein. So And your fat as well. So beyond knowing it's cheese, I mean, what is it? So specifically in terms of a cheese, it's a semi-hard cheese. It is a cooked cheese. It's an unripened cheese and it's a brined cheese. So that's a lot going right. on in one little So can pregnant women eat it? They can. Okay. Yeah, they can. They can, they can. Yeah. So they're, stay away from soft cheeses and blue cheeses. Always check with your GP as well, obviously. Um, but so this one is made... I know lots of women who just eat them anyway. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I know it's bad advice and we shouldn't be advocating it here. On I'm not advocating radio, it. But I know plenty of <laughs> just, you know. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's just wrong to turn down a good blue cheese. Yeah, anyway, well, anyway. maybe in those instances. Um, so yeah, we are looking at, I suppose, in terms of how it's made really traditionally, it's... I suppose traditionally in Cyprus, they have a way where it's sheep's and goat's milk. And that's meant to be, the law states 50% of your cheese is that. Okay. So it's goats and sheep. Where sometimes you'll see in supermarkets, so that's called halloumi or halem. Okay. Which halem is the Turkish word. And we don't see it so much around here, but halem or halloumi. So if you go to northern Cyprus, halem. That's what you're ordering. That's what you're getting as opposed to halloumi. Um, And in order for it to be called halloumi, um, it got a PDO, which is your protected designated origin. So it has to be from there? Has to be from there. Oh, you can't make halloumi in Kilkenny? You can make it in Kilkenny, but you can't call it halloumi. Oh, right, You can call it Cypriot-style grilling cheese. Okay, very good. You cannot call it halloumi. Didn't realise that. It has to come from the island of... um, Cyprus, okay. in order to be called halloumi, it has to have 50% sheep and uh, goats and the other 50% can be cows. So they've been working on this um, dossier for a number of years with the EU. So the problem was that Cyprus is divided into north and south. So you've got Greek um, yes. and you've got Turkish in the north. Um, and the large majority of it comes from the south in Limassol. There's a massive factory down there which makes a huge amount of the halloumi. But up north, what was happening is they were struggling to export. And they need, for economic reasons, they need to export yeah. halloumi. It is like it's in their top five. They call it their white gold. So they, there's a guy, um, Socrates, Socrates is his name. And he's working on the dossier. Don't, isn't it Great just? Name. They have fabulous names. Like, it's amazing. Um, and he's working on basically trying to get the exports coming from the north as well. And the agreement is that if north or south doesn't matter, they can still call it halloumi, but it has to be this 50%. But as of next year, I think it's about 2024, it was a 10-year transition period, they're going to reduce the cows and sheep's milk down to, or the sheep and goat's milk down to 25% instead of 50%. They can't keep up with the production of the sheep because and the goats. Because it's got so trendy. That's it. That's it. And they don't have enough sheep and goats to produce it. Um, so it's 
like it, like I said, it's one of my favorite cheeses. It's we call it squeaky cheese in my house. Okay. It squeaks when you eat it. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, I guess it does a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It does. Squeaky cheese. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> you know, the purists will tell you that um, if it squeaks, you've done it wrong. Oh right. If it squeaks, <laughs> it's a really like it's it's a commercial version, and it's that version you're buying in the supermarket, yes. I suppose, or you've overcooked it in some cases. So the really, I suppose, traditional way of doing it, a really really old recipe. So we were in Cyprus. Um, not not this summer, the summer before, travelled around, did north and south, um, and the, the standard kind of old school recipe that they have there is 10 kilos of sheep's cheese, mm-hmm. one teaspoon of rennet, and a kilo of rock salt. And that's okay. what makes your, your halloumi. Um, and it's basically, so the rennet is the enzyme that acts on the proteins in the milk, and it causes them to coagulate. So it causes them to denature, so it pulls them all together. Okay. So then it causes what we call our curds and our whey. You know, remember little Miss Muffet sat on yes. her tuffet? So we've got our curds and our whey. So then the curds, they take those, they're heated up, pressed. Yeah. All that liquid is kind of taken out. And then we've got our halloumi. Who's the pilot? The pilot. The pilot. He's a magnificent man over in Cyprus. So he basically has come along and said, he was flying planes, and he said, you know what? I want to make the best halloumi in all of the land. So he woke up one morning and he bought himself a hundred and fifty sheep. Pantelis Pantele. Oh, that's good. Another great Cracking name. Cracking names, aren't yeah. they? They're amazing. Um, and he basically said, there's a huge amount of our halloumi that's been exported and I want to make the very, very best okay. gold standard. So he's on a mission to do that. Um, and he's gone back to the really old traditional method. So his grandmother, to test the temperature of the curds, would have dipped her elbow in, you know, to make sure the temperature was right. So he was with her, watching, using a thermometer, basically kind of checking the temperature to make sure he knew exactly the scientific way of how to make the halloumi. So do you, you're cooking it here now in studio. Do you have to cook it or can you just... You can eat, eat it, it raw straight. or cold or uncooked yeah. or whatever way you want to serve it or say it. Yeah, It's hard though and it's not you're not bringing out all of the flavour the flavour comes when you cook it and you get this beautiful caramelisation on the outside these golden crispy bits but that it's almost spongy and creamy in the middle not rubbery so what are the health benefits you mentioned some of the kind of the protein benefits what else is good about it calcium it's really really rich in calcium which is another good one it's great as I said as a plant based alternative to meat for your protein it is high in saturated fat though like it's quite high in fat a little bit less than cheddar cheese, but that's not the issue. The issue is that, I, 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 I say liberally, would you sit down and eat a block of cheddar cheese? Yeah. And I would too, but we shouldn't. And okay. we kind of don't. Like, we, we have a little bit of, um, I suppose, restriction and discernment around well, that. Well, you put it on kind of, you maybe only <laughs> put it on four crackers at a time. I would never put it on five crackers at a time, but I would certainly Stick do to the even numbers. four. <laughs> uh, but then I would have no hesitation going back for another four. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't ever put eight crackers on my plate covered in cheese. No, 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 you couldn't. You yeah, couldn't live yourself savage. if you did that. You'd be a savage. So four and four, I'm break like it up. I triangly sandwiches, the way we talked about it before. You can eat loads of them. You can. you wouldn't eat kind of four normal sandwiches. No, that's very true. Anyway, that is true. And look, this is the problem with halloumi. We, we, we wouldn't cut a big chunk of, like, of cheddar like we do halloumi. Yes. Like, you'd happily sit and eat a whole block of halloumi in one sitting. You would rarely do that with cheddar. So it's this overeating of halloumi because it's delicious. Yeah. Like it's the salty, it's the creamy, it's gorgeous. So what have we got with us then this week? We have loads of lovely recipes. So I'm cooking the halloumi and what yes. I've done is I've cooked it, I've cut it into slices yep. and we're cooking it in slices. But a really good trick or a different way to cook it at home is to actually cook the whole block. So score it. Okay. You know, diamond pattern on top. Yeah. 
put it in your pan and cook it that way. What happens is it gets all caramelized on the outside, but it stays incredibly kind of soft and creamy on the inside. It's a really interesting, different way of doing it if right. you've never done it that way before. Um, again, you're creating more surface area if you're cutting it into slices, yeah. more of the caramelization, more of the loveliness on top. So I have a couple of different recipes for us. The first one is halloumi fries. Okay. So I've brought you two. I've brought you the shop version of halloumi fries and I've brought you my homemade. Shop version? Yes. Yeah. And again, like halloumi does need to be warm. These need to be kind of straight out of the air fryer, straight out of the oven and delicious and lovely. And mm. what I have to go with those is a little bit of hot honey. So I have this recipe on my website. You can drizzle it over the top. Um, it's really, really nice. I'm going to tell you about my halloumi fries. Take your block of halloumi, open it and drain it. And there's always a little bit of water in the halloumi. That's brine, okay? So just drain that out. And sometimes what you'll see actually is a little bit of mint. The Cypriots believed that the mint, it was always a real tradition that one mint leaf was folded into the halloumi. And that was to keep it kind of fresh. So that you often see a little bit of mint in, in the halloumi. Mm. They're nice, aren't they? The homemade oh, ones. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, they're lovely. So they are chorizo mm. and parmesan crumb. So basically, in my food processor, threw in a chunk of parmesan, a chunk of chorizo, blitz them up, pop mm. in some breadcrumbs, a little bit of salt and pepper, lay that flat in a plate, roll your slices of halloumi in your egg, then dip it in your breadcrumbs in the oven. Top tip, put a little bit of oil on your oven tray first, get it hot and sizzling. Yeah. Pop the halloumi fries on it, and in they go into the oven. And in like eight minutes, they're cooked ready That's on it. the table. Yeah. They're a real saviour. I think if you're doing like a, a meatless Monday day, halloumi is like such a good replacement for it. And what kind of sauce is that? It's kind of like a... That is hot honey. Yeah. So it's basically honey and it has a little bit of chilli flakes yes. in it. And it's really, really nice. And it just, it's it's really sweet. So it's, it's lovely yeah, with the salty... Sauce or, yeah, yeah, it's like a homemade sweet chilli sauce. And the saltiness and the sweetness pairs really, really nicely mm, together. That's delicious. Now, before you move on to the next recipe, I'm okay. going to get you to taste two pieces of halloumi on their own. All right, so okay. I have our beautiful, gorgeous, traditional um, Greek Cypriot halloumi. Th- that's what we have. That's what we have here. Yeah, right, okay. And I haven't Not overcooked it. I will use a fork. <laughs> so okay. I've kept it creamy, right? And I've kept it soft. Okay. But have a taste of that one. The next one, so it's, it's very traditional. It's, it's your salty classic, but mm. the secret is just not to overcook it. Lovely. Bit of a squeak. Bit of a squeak. It is the commercial one. There you go. Mm. One of the only other foods I know that squeaks, by the way, is green beans. I was trying to think as I was on my way, what other food squeaks? Yeah. Green beans squeak. Yeah. It's something to do with the calcium and the enamel on our teeth. Um, I need to research that further, but there mm. you go. The That's next so good, one yeah. I'm going to get you to taste is an Irish product. So it's McCroom um, Cypriot style cheese. All oh, right. They is were that calling it buffalumi. Yeah. So that's okay. it. So this is actually this cannot call itself halloumi, but nope. the, but they claim it's basically the same thing. It's the same technique. So it's basically made with buffalo milk, not goats, not sheep, not cow, but it's beautiful and creamy, isn't it? It is. There's a more of an overlap with mozzarella. In yes, the there is. Well done. Yeah. There is. There really, really is. You're not getting quite the saltiness, mm. and it's a little bit more creamy and softer. Yeah. But it's a, it's a really interesting it lovely, product. Yeah. It's lovely. It's really, really nice. So what I'm going to get you to do is, I've got some of that halloumi that you've cooked. We're going to pop it into our salad. So this is our next yeah. recipe. Um, you know, even for, like, you know, back to the office, and we're trying to think of maybe nice salads to bring to work. So this is quinoa and okay. whole grain rice. Yes. You can buy pouches of them in the supermarket. So if you want a little bit of convenience, you don't have to cook the grains. You can just buy the pouch, yeah. open it up. We've got kale, spinach, rocket. 
Yeah. A little bit of red onion or pickled onion goes really, really nicely in there. Okay. Crispy onions, um, a soft boiled egg yeah. on top, and then our halloumi. So in terms of looking for, like even during the day, if you want protein, you want to keep you fuller for longer. Oh, sorry, in there there's green lentils as well. So you've got your lentils, you've got halloumi, you've got your egg as your like, as your um, sources of protein. So it's really, really is good. Is this dressing going on it? That dressing is what going is on it. That dressing? is honey mustard dressing. Mm. So I love to use what I what, oh, yeah. what you have there Get is there. it's an old jam jar. So it's basically there's a little bit of honey left in the end of an old jam jar. Into that, Dijon mustard, olive oil, salt, pepper, one clove of garlic grated up, and that's it. And it's such an easy dressing. You'll have it in the fridge for ages. And it's you know me, I'm always talking about this flexitarian way of mm. eating. And it just means that we're having a little bit less meat. But we're having really good quality meat when we have it. And we're trying to include more plant-based proteins, mm. more veggies, but in and a few whole grains. And it's I just that's one of my absolute go-to favourite salads during the week. I love yeah, it. Yeah, isn't it so good? And the halloumi just adds that little bit of volume to it. It does. Yeah. And kind of creaminess and fullness and richness. And that's what the protein does. It's going to keep you fuller mm. for longer. If I was coming to the office, I would have my, my soft-boiled egg, my hard-boiled egg. If I was at home, I would fry an egg and put the fried egg oh, on top. Nice. And it just kind of adds another... A bit runny? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the nice. runniness kind of forms the dressing that kind of, you know, covers all those grains and everything. And it's it's a really, really nice one. Mm. There's so many things, I think, like midweek that we can do with halloumi. Tray bakes are an absolutely brilliant one. So just take your tray bake. You're going to roast off. I have kind of a Mediterranean style tray bake for us today. So this one has sun blushed or like roast cherry tomatoes. Lovely. A little bit of rocket. And then what I've paired the halloumi with is tapenade. So black olive tapenade. Oh, lovely. So it's really salty because you're doing salty and salty. But then you can have a little bit of the sweetness from the tomatoes. So it's it's quite a bold flavour, this one, as opposed to the last one. But if you toss in a couple of potatoes in there, a little bit of tender stem broccoli, you've got so many... I suppose, you know, big, big flavours, but mm. it's like one of those meals where you won't miss the meat because texturally, as we were talking about, the halloumi is going to give you that texture, but you're getting all of those like gorgeous big flavours in there. Um, another one then is obviously a burger or where I love to substitute halloumi is in a curry. So if you're doing up your curry, it would be like a chicken curry. Yeah. Swap in. So in Indian cookery, they have paneer and paneer is quite like a halloumi or halem. Um, and it's, it's, so it's your hard cheese, cut it up. You've got your hard cheese, your chickpeas, coconut curry sauce, a yeah. couple of papadums, rice, a little bit of mango chutney on top. I mean, gorgeous. Yeah, that's lovely. I love that tapenade now with it, I have to say. It, it works really well, doesn't yeah. it? The other lovely one is flatbreads. I have a gorgeous recipe on my website, um, ashlingnarkin.ie for flatbreads. 250 grams of flour, mm. Greek yogurt, teaspoon of olive oil in yeah. there. We've done this before, I think. And it's just like that's all it is again it's full of protein because you're using your Greek yogurt cook off your flatbreads a little bit of alumi in there a little bit of mint yogurt a little bit of pomegranate yeah. and you're getting all those kind of Greek Mediterranean vibes and it's just beautiful yeah really really nice I think I'd pick the salad yeah God, really I, that's a delicious salad now crispy really, onions really nice. in there Crispy onions are lovely. Little They're a winner, crunch. you see. Crispy they onions. They, they they kind of make everything ping, don't you know, they? I'll have the salad and I'll take out the rice, the quinoa, the kale, the spinach, <laughs> the red onions, the egg, the halloumi and the dressing and basically I'll just have a bowl of fried onions. There you go. You'll be Can't happy. Can't beat it. Can't beat happy. it. Anyway, uh, Ashing, as always, thank you very much and if you want to look up uh, Ashing on her any of her social media platforms at Ashing Narkin, you will find uh, some of these recipes in more detail along with loads and loads of other stuff. So Ashing, We'll talk to you again at the same time next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.